Internet Brand Strategist, Sandra Beck, interviews top business coaches, speakers, authors, and thought leaders to bring you the best business tips, tricks, and techniques to give your idea the best possible chance for success. From writing your first novel, to telecommuting from home, to taking your small business to infinity and beyond. Now here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hey everybody, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Dr. Stephen Sidoroff. And, you know, we're talking today about leadership and working with CEOs and senior executives. And he is a master and he has a master training event coming up. So you're going to want to check it out in the show notes. And we're going to talk about that today because he is interviewing some key experts and I think it's really important, Dr. Sid, here you are, you've got your doctorate, you've got UCLA behind you, you're a published author of The Path, you guys can find that on Amazon, you can go to drstevensideroff.com and look up this guy's creds, he's amazing, but why would you take the time to interview experts as part of a master training event? I'm just curious. Sure, of course, Sandra. And first off, it's such a pleasure to be here on the radio with you. It's wonderful. <laughs> Thank so you. Fun. Thank you. Yeah, I have, for many years, I've worked with CEOs, mm -hmm. but I've worked with them in a unique setting where in a treatment and peak performance center, where I orchestrated the integrating 10 to 15 professionals working with a single CEO and of course, under that arrangement, we were getting tremendous results. And then what I noticed is that when these leaders went back to their corporations, or in other cases, political leaders to their countries, they then produced changes in the system and the organizations that they led. They changed the cultures. They changed the relationships between people. They made it a more um, supportive environment. And that lit a light bulb uh, for me because I realized I wasn't just working with one person when I work with, with a, a CEO. I'm working with everybody that they are connected to. And, and I was very pleased to realize that the impact spread wide and far from that one individual. And as a result of that, I decided I want to work with groups of CEOs, groups of leaders, so that I can expand the range of this impact. Uh, but I want to make a, a point here as well, because this program that I will be doing, as well as all my programs on this subject, are not only of value to the leaders, to the CEOs and senior and other executives, but they show us how leaders perform to produce results. And that's a message, that's a lesson that can benefit anybody. Well, now, it's interesting you say that because I look at, you know, there's all different kinds of leadership. You know, there's there's corporate leadership, there's military leadership, but there's also family leadership. You know, there's leadership. You know, we all have different leadership roles in in different areas. So when you look at the CEO, I think of Dr. Andrew Whitman in his book, The CEO of You, like you are your own CEO. Right. And you look at these systemic changes, you know, that you're, you're basically populating or propagating propagating throughout the organization and every organization, whether it's a company, whether it's a club, whether it's a political organization, 
change usually starts from the top and dribbles down. But my question to you is if you are middle management, if you are not the CEO, can change ripple up or does it always ripple down the chain of command? Great question. And the good news is that it changes from the individual wherever that individual is. And for that reason, everybody can learn and benefit and utilize the, the principles of leadership. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are the principles of leadership? Taking responsibility is one principle of leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to connect with others is mm-hmm. a principle of leadership. Yep. Uh, these are lessons that if you incorporate them into how you engage with others, it's only gonna lead to your success Right. And and then it'll ripple out from you, whether you are a CEO, whether you're in manage, middle management, or whether you're on on the line in some um, in some organization. Everybody will be impacted by you portraying leadership qualities. Well, and I love, you know, like some of the leadership qualities that I have, you know, go along with character, their, their courage, their humility, their integrity, selflessness, duty, positivity, you know, these things are really the hallmarks for me for, you know, character driven, or, you know, there's purpose driven leadership, there's character driven leadership. And when you want your organization to get behind your dream or where you want them to go, there are a lot of elements of character that goes into the creation of a great leader. Yes, definitely. And let me, let me mention one of my uh, leading experts who will be in my program with me, David Horsager. And he wrote the very successful book, The Trust Edge, mm. how top leaders gain faster results, deeper relationships, and a strong bottom line. And he focuses on the eight pillars of trust. And so one of the, we will be interviewing and going into these eight pillars of trust, such as clarity, uh, compassion, character, competency. These are qualities that engender trust in the people that you uh, encounter, that you have relationships with. So it's going into these inner workings of yourself and strengthening these different characteristics that enhance all of your relationships. Well, and trust is such a buzzword in so many industries. You know, you look at like, you know, ingredients you can trust and real estate agents are like real estate agents you can trust. You know, <laughs> banks are like, we're number one in trust, you know, and I think it's it's interesting that you're having this guy in your mastery summit because, you know, one of my questions I'd like to ask him is, what is trust? Like, what, what does trust mean? Like we use that word all the time, Dr. Sid, like mm-hmm. I say, I can trust you, you can trust me, but like, what does that mean? And we all know that trust can be easily broken and it's difficult to fix. Yes. Yes. And so it, it reminds me actually of another one of my, uh, of my speakers. Yeah. Uh, because it touches into his work. Uh, His name is Jerry Colonna, and he's the best-selling author of Reboot, Leadership and the Art of Growing Up. (laughs) And 
you know, one of the, I will talk about his work in a moment, but one of the, one of the important keys I know that goes into leadership is what I refer to as integrity. And what do I mean by integrity? Integrity is when your inner self matches your outer self. So most of us put on a mask when we face the outer world. We try and, we try and put on a, a mask or a face that shows our best qualities, our best aspects. And that's, that's okay. The problem comes when we're putting out a mask, a face to the outside world that doesn't match uh, what we see about ourselves inside. That's what I refer to as lack of integrity. And when there's a lack of integrity with what you're showing on the outside doesn't, doesn't match, people pick that up. Mm-hmm. They may not be able, they might not even be able to tell you what's making them uncomfortable or what doesn't feel right, but that's at the heart of it. That's the source of it. Right. There's a disconnect. Like, right. you know, and I can always tell when salespeople have, you know, commission breath and their best interest in mind versus like make a sale to someone that that's a, that's, it's a, it's a good match. Like this is good for me as a salesperson, but it's good for you, the consumer. The funny thing I always wondered about integrity, Dr. Sid, and this comes from being a parent and you're a parent and a grandparent. So you will know like what this is like. So your kid comes to you and tells you, you have to drive them to a swim meet and you weren't prepared for it, the whole thing. So you do it. And inside the whole time you're fuming, you're angry, (laughs) you're upset, but you put on this fake face for your kid because you know, you're their parent and they're seven years old and they didn't know the swim meet, whatever, you know, and you do it. And I always wondered like when I'm driving and fuming in my head, but smiling to my kid, like, is that me not being an, it, like being an integrity? Because there's times when you can't show what's on the inside, <laughs> clear on the outside, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or you will be fired from your job and you'll get mm-hmm. divorced and your kids will hate you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yes, it is a lack of integrity. Uh, so how do, how do you deal with that? And what I would say is that here is where you get to make a choice. Mm-hmm. And what you just described, you know, fuming on the inside, that's an automatic pattern. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's something that we don't choose to be fuming on the inside. It's just our reaction, our emotional reaction. But if you take a moment and think about it, okay, I'm doing this. I'm taking my kids to their soccer match. I'm not, I'm not going to not do it. I am doing it. Here I am. Now I have a choice. I can be in alignment with what I'm doing, or I could be fuming. That's my choice. What do I get from fuming? I don't get anything from it. And my kids certainly don't. So why not find a way to let go of, of what I'm fuming about, you know, be, not being able to do something else, let's say. Since I'm here, let me, and this is another quality of a leader, let me be here 100%. Let me take responsibility for what's where I'm at right now. Let me relate to my children. Let me let them know I'm happy to be here with them so that that's the message they get, not the undercurrent of upset. 
Right. Or and so these are choice points. These are choice points that we all have. Leaders make these right choices and we all get to make the same right choices. Absolutely. And I think too, that we're not machines, Dr. Sid. So giving ourselves a few minutes to go, okay, you know, I'm, I'm upset right now. I'm frustrated right now. And then saying, but I do get this time with my kid. Like, there you go. There's something, you know, that normally I would have stayed and worked, but I think you gotta, you gotta work through this in your head first. It's not automatic. Right. You have to work through it in your head. And a lot of times you have to work through it through the emotional aspects of it as well. Um, but the bottom line is, as, as I like to think, the goal in life is to be as present as possible, as many moments of your life as possible, because growth, development, productivity, whatever, however you want to define success happens only when you're present. Wow. So yeah, so if we're time traveling, you know, like we're spending time back in the past, right? Or we're time traveling too far in the future, which isn't written yet. We're not present, but but change can't really occur. However, I want to ask you a question. So if I try and travel in the future, and I say, gee, I've got a wedding coming up, I'd really like to lose 20 pounds. And then I time travel back to the present, and I start making present changes. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that mean that, like, where did we make that change? The, the decision came in my thinking about the future, but the action on it can only happen in present time. Right, right. So most of the time, we are anchored in the past. Oh. I've referred to this uh, concept in one of my articles as our primitive gestalt patterns, mm -hmm. the patterns that get set up during our childhood and that we carry into the present with us. As long as we're, we, our sense of ourselves is anchored into, in the past and mistakes we've made in negative messages we got from our parents or others, for example, uh, it makes it difficult to be fully present and to perform at our best in the present. Mm. And so what you just identified is something that's a little different, which I will use a different word. And I, what I will, would say is vision. And so the antidote to being anchored in the past is to have a vision of what you want in your future. Gotcha. If you if it's a positive life affirming vision, that's supportive. And now you reach forward to grab onto that positive motivating vision, and that helps you let go of the anchor to the past. Gotcha. And so in your in your example, you, there was a vision of how well you'll you'll appear and how good you will feel with with that vision and so you take that vision into the present and you use that to motivate you to make certain behavioral changes gotcha because yeah that's it, it, i've always wondered about that because vision is such a huge part of leadership are you going to be talking about vision in your mastery group Yes, we will have uh, speakers who will talk about that. I actually have a, uh, a CEO who I know ha um, motivates 
a lot by by vision. Mm -hmm. uh, so yes, we will be talking about all of these things. What are some things that people can walk away with that that sign up in your mastery group? This thing's free, right? I mean, you just sign up and, and learn. I mean, how, how great is that? Right, right. Yes, it is free. It's and it's live. All of these interviews will be live. It's it's on Friday, the 21st. So it's this coming Friday. Uh, it'll start at 945 and end at 415. So people can t tune in through for the whole thing or parts of it. And the good news is that there is an option when you sign up to get all the copies of all of these interviews so that you could listen to them at your leisure forever and ever if you choose. Uh, the title of the event is The Path of the Thriving CEO and Senior Executive, Unlocking the Powerful Keys to Optimal Health, Resilience, and Peak Performance. See, and that's amazing. And for those of you that that like I'll be on an airplane on, on that day, you know, the idea that you can, and I've done this many times, there's lots of summits that are held around the world that after the summit, you can get the keynote speaker recording, you can get the presentation. So if you can't attend this event in person live, and it's free, there is an opportunity for you to get all this great information after the fact. And that I think is really important. Yes, yes, I wanted to make sure that people aren't limited uh, because of their schedule on the 21st. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about the other speakers that are in your group. Yes. So I was actually, I begun talking about Jerry Colonna, who's the best-selling author of Reboot, Leadership and the Art of Growing Up. And what I love about Jerry is how he puts it all out on the table where he, he really talks about his own experience. And in that process, he models mm -hmm. vulnerability. He models self-reflection. He models all of the aspects of inner work mm -hmm. that lead to greater success. And, and in his book, he talks about his experiences with different leaders and how that particular work um, really makes a difference. Uh, in a sense, he's talking about behavioral patterns, psychological habits that may contribute to a person's success, but they also can be detrimental to relationships and well-being. Mm -hmm. And so his work is to help leaders go into this internal assessment, internal uh, reflection, and address these, uh, what he refers to as their demons, and exorcise them. Uh, and what he finds is that they do a better job of leading. Very nice. I, I was just looking him up on Amazon. I mean, these people that you're talking about, these are no like little self-published nobodies. I mean, these are some pretty robust and well-received business books. Yes, they are. And they are um, great corporate expert uh, experts as well in helping leaders and corporations thrive. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Because it is an organization, you know, an organization is very much like the human body. You know, if you're, if your systems are not working for you, you're going to be sick. If your systems in your organization are not working, you're going to be sick. There's going to be delays. There's going to be unnecessary waste. So getting your systems in place and then fine tuning them from the CEO perspective is one of the, the the most important things I think people can do for whatever organization they're part of. Right. Right. Definitely. Definitely. And you're yes. going to be interviewing them. Is that correct? I will be interviewing each of them. Yeah. Half hour interviews with each one of them. Mm-hmm. And there will be some time for question and answer from uh, uh, the audience. So people will actually be able to check in with them and, and uh, ask them questions. Terrific. Terrific. Yeah. What do you hope people take away from this mastery meeting? Like what, what do you want them to, you know, you mentioned about, you know, to take these ideas and propagate them, but you know, is this a, is this a level up opportunity for CEOs to come in and, you know, or people who are dreaming of being a CEO someday, like, you know, how do they level up from this? Mm -hmm. CEOs and executives um, will be a couple of things. One is these will, these will be important keys that they can tune into Mm -hmm. and then decide that they want to develop themselves along these different dimensions. Uh, But it's also one of the things I think is so important is that there's this notion that being vulnerable is a weakness. Mm -hmm. This notion that revealing yourself is, is something you just don't, don't do. You keep this, you know, armor Facade. facade and, and armor yourself, protect yourself. And so I am so grateful to these experts and my discussions that we'll have because they present another side. And this side is based on successful experience. This isn't just theory. I'm talking to people that are not just giving me their perspective based on theory. They've actually gone into corporations. They've actually done this work and they've actually gotten great results by doing so. So that's that's another piece that's so uh, validating to to the program is that if you're a CEO, a senior executive or any executive, any person in charge of any organization, this validates the notion of doing your own inner work and that inner work uh, yields um, outer results. Mm -hmm. And so that's. That's also part of, of my intention here. But again, as I mentioned earlier in our program, I don't want people to think this is only for CEOs and executives. We're teaching, we're revealing their secrets, but they can be used by anybody to perform like a leader. Sure. sure. And, and who doesn't want to perform like, like a leader? Right. Why it not? gets it gets it got the leaders results and it can get you results as well. Well, and what I heard and what I what I like about what I'm hearing is that you're really talking about in the trenches, boots on the ground kind of 
of leadership. This is not just a brain candy exercise of a bunch of people, a bunch of intellectuals sitting around talking theory. These are real, practical, proven results. Right, 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 right. So let me just mention another uh, of my experts that I, who I will be interviewing is Katie Anderson. Mm-hmm. So Katie Anderson wrote the, also the best-selling book, Learning to Lead, Leading to Learn, Lessons from Toyota leader Iseo Yoshino on a lifetime of continuous learning. Nice. And, and so um, Katie spent a lot of time um, following uh, the leader of Toyota, the CEO of Toyota, Iseo Yoshino. She um, at times tagged along with him, uh, had the opportunity to ask him questions, to check out what he was doing, what he was, um, what his strategies were. And I will be interviewing her on some of the lessons that she learned in following uh, him. And it's really um, a remarkable story about what it means to learn, to lead, and to care about your organization. So it, it's like shared reflections between the two of them. And it, it kind of goes right into uh, the, the leadership of Toyota and what his thinking was and examples and anecdotes uh, about his, his experience. Well, and this is a fresh book. You know, this isn't one of those books going back, you know, 10 years and, you know, they're just dusting off the bookshelf to come out. This, her learning to lead and leading to learn came out in paperback just July 14th, 2020. So this is really cutting edge, you know, information. And, you know, would you recommend people come to, like, I know you would want them to do all of it, but would you recommend if they had to make a choice to look at the, the, the is this, is the schedule published of when you're going to be interviewing each person so they can pick and choose or, or are you going to just do one continuous event? Uh, well, it is one continuous event. Um, but the sometime this week, the lineup will be announced and will be sent out Certainly, anybody who signs up will get the list of, of uh, experts that are going to be interviewed and will get their schedule. So um, it will be possible for, for people to tune in at particular times. Great. Terrific. I mean, mm-hmm. so how can people find out more about this, Dr. Sidroff? Where do they go? What do they do? Well, the, the best place to go would be my website, which is Dr. Stephen Sidoroff.com. That's D R S T E P H E N S I D E R O F F is in Frank.com. And right at the very top is an announcement about this program. And if you click on that, it will take you right to the information, to the, the sign up page, and a brief video in which I introduce the program. 
Terrific, terrific. So you guys want to check that out. And then I also want to let you guys know to check out Dr. Stephen Sidoroff's book. He has a great book. I've read it cover to cover. It's one of the few books that I've actually read cover to cover. And and I recommend it a lot. It's called The Path and it's Mastering the Nine Pillars of Resilience and Success. And I've done many shows on here. You know, if you go back to our fighter pilot series, we talked about, you know, resilience as being one of the number one characteristics of success in, in, you know, high, high order stress jobs, the fighter pilot being one of them. And so if you're listening today, go to drstevensideroff.com, check it out, but also go to Amazon and get a copy of his book, The Path, Mastering the Nine Pillars of Resilience and Success. You'll be glad you did. Dr. Sidoroff, thank you for being my guest today. You are a delight as always. I look forward to tuning in to your mastery program. And for those of you, check it out, drstevensidoroff.com. His book is called The Path, Mastering the Nine Pillars of Resilience and Success. It's available on paperback and it's also on Kindle. I want to let you guys know that Dr. Steven Sidoroff has not paid any promotion materials for today. We just think what he has is so valuable and he's a repeat guest and we think he's terrific. Dr. Steven Sidoroff, thank you for being my guest today. Check him out at drstevensidoroff.com and check into his mastery program. You'll be glad you did. We'll be back again next week. Thank you, Sandra. On behalf of Sandra Beck, we want you to get out there today to make more money with less time and effort so you can live the life you want. Tune in next week for more tips, tricks, and techniques on Coach.